God wants to transform your life. And there is liberty in the word. This program offers inspiration that will transform your life. As you listen to the podcast, let us know how we're doing. Let us know how much it has blessed you by emailing us at genehowministries.com to listen, to order podcasts, and also order yourself a book. Amen. So I'll be coming with you today from 1 Peter 1.13. Amen. Father, I just thank you today. I thank you, Father, that every word that I say will come from you. And so as I decrease, I ask that you would increase. As I decrease, I ask that you would increase in me. In Jesus' name, I pray. So, Peter talks about, be holy, for I am holy. God is a holy God. And it's about making the right choices when you give your heart to the Lord. Back in the Old Testament days, they had to find a lamb or a goat that was unblemished. But God had a plan in effect that when Jesus came, he would die for all sins. So we can be sinless. But we have to make a choice. Because if we go to 2 Corinthians 5.17, it talks about the new, the new term, new nature, refers to the spiritual transformation that occurs within the individual when a person believes in Christ as Savior. Amen. The Christian becomes a different person. It's all about making the right choices to live holy because he is holy. So what the former things were, we do no more. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, the old man is found of the old man going down and the new man coming up and newness comes in that person. A change, a metamorphosis take over. Amen. So we have to allow and make the right choices of do what the Word says instead of trying to do it the old way. Remember, I talked about last week and the week before about renewing your mind. You have to renew your mind. Okay, so we don't do what the world does. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Amen? The Greek word both meaning new. One, one means new in the sense of renovation. Amen. To repair. And the other is the sense of fresh existence. The latter is used to describe the Christian. The Christian is not a renovated or refreshed version of the old. Rather, the Christian is brand new with a new family, a new set of values, and new motivations and new processes. The old person is still present in the new life, 
and expresses himself in corruptible deeds, such as lying, Ephesians 4.32, Colossians 3.9. The new person to be visible must be put on as one would put on a new suit of clothes, Colossians 3 and 10. In other words, the new nature must be cultivated or nurtured by spiritual decisiveness to grow in Christ. We must not revert to putting on the old suit of the former life. Rather, we must continue to grow in the new life Ephesians 5 and 8. So what I'm saying today is you have to make that right choice. And now we'll go to Peter and try to break it down to you as best as I can. So turn to 1 Peter 1.13. It talks about in verse 13. Well, let me let me go up to to read the summation of the portion I'm covering. Peter encourages his audience to live holy. God honored lives in light of the dawning of the last time, 1 Peter 1 and 5, and the salvation attained by Christ. This section marks the transition from the letter's introduction to the main body of 1 Peter. In verse 1 and 13, prepare your minds for action. This idiom, which is often rendered as gird up the loins of your mind, refers to the ancient practice of men tucking their long robes into their belt when they needed to move quickly. You can find that in Jeremiah 117 and Job 38.3. Put on hope. Christians are called to anticipate and live in anticipation of their salvation. Christ's resurrection is the basis for Christian hope. His final revelation will complete God's deliverance of his people. Let's go to verse 114. Former desires. Remember, we have to make that choice. Make a choice to do better. To walk in the Christian life that God has given us. Walk Those who walk in the Spirit of God are true sons of God. Amen? Former desires likely refers to the unethical behavior of Christians before their conversion. Due to its emphasis on separation from previous behavior, the phrase may indicate that Peter wrote the letter to churches to compose primarily of Gentile believers who did not abide by the Jewish law. You can find that in 1 Peter 1.18, Peter 2.9 through 10, and Peter 4.3 and 4. Go down to verse 16. You will be holy because I am holy. Who is saying that? God's saying that. I'm a holy God. Those who worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Amen. Holiness can refer to being blameless and without sin, but it also describes a person set apart for service to God. Amen. Here, Peter cites the the verse uh, Leviticus 19:2 to exhort Christians to leave to lead holy lives. Well, what exactly is holy life? Well, the new nature is taken over. 
by meditating on the word day and night. Amen. By doing what the word says, striving to be a new person, getting the former things out of your mind, out of your spirit, and pray more and pray in your holy language. Amen. For Peter, true holiness does not consist of keeping the law, but instead obeying the Father. 1 Peter 1, 17. Both in the Old Testament and the New Testament periods, God calls his people to holiness to reflect his character. You can find that in Leviticus 19, 27, and 26. Conduct yourselves with fear. Peter commands Christians to fear God not those who persecute them. You can see that in 1 Peter 2.23. Time of your temporary residence. Amen. You, this is your temporary remembrance. When Jesus comes, we will get a new body. Amen. Precious blood of Christ refers to the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. See, verse 2, and also, First uh, Peter often highlights the costly nature of Christ's sacrifice and the salvation he made possible. Unblemished and spotless. This may refer to a lamb qualified for sacrifice. Remember I said in the Old Testament, they had to find a lamb or a goat that was unblemished. Here, Peter likens Christian sacrifice to that of a lamb often according to the Old Testament sacrificial system. Leviticus 22, 21, 23, 12, Exodus 12:5, Numbers 6, 14. I'll give you the scriptures so you can go back because the Bible tells us the study to show yourself approved, a workman need not be ashamed and rightly divide the word of truth. In the ex okay, in the New Testament, Christ is depicted as the perfect Passover lamb whose sacrificial redeems believers from slavery of sin. You find it in John 1 29, 36 1, Corinthians 5.7, and note and compare Hebrews 9.14, Isaiah 53.10. Before the foundation of the world. God's redemption of sinners through the precious blood of his son was always part of the divine plan of salvation. You can compare that with John 1 and 1. Earlier in the letter, Peter reminds his audience that the Old Testament prophets anticipated salvation. 1 Peter 1 and 10. Here he seeks to comfort them with the knowledge that Christ's sacrifice unfolded as part of God's external plan. Purify your souls recalls ritual purification washing practice in Judaism at the time. These washings dealt only with external matters, whereas the purification of Christ offers includes the whole person. Matthew 15, 1-20 The soul of Christians is purified through acceptance of God's truth as manifested in Jesus, the Anointed One. 
rejected uh, and manifested Jesus and rejected their former way of life. First Peter one eighteen. Amen. Not from the uh, perishable sea, but imperishable. Contrast temporary earthly life with external. The new birth is completely distinct from human birth and life. It involves supernatural birth and it, and it is secure because God handles the process. Amen. I pray that you were blessed by the word. Uh, thank you for listening today. I look forward to meeting you again next week for more liberty in the word. Amen. God bless you.